live from the count. Well, can we say where we're? Probably not that wise to say where we're. Uh, probably not. Probably not. But live just to be you, safe. Maybe it's yeah. more fun to not say. It's more fun to say. Yeah, you know what? Because if we say something anti-Semitic <laughs> or racist, yeah. we don't want it to be associated with the brand. Exactly. That's I mean, true. there's been enough racism <laughs> spoken here. and there's So been enough, much. <laughs> there's been a lot of other crimes that have That's apparently right. taken place here. There's been a lot of crimes there's here. There's been a vampiric possession that's apparently oh, yeah. happened here. <laughs> Although I don't think I'm I wish you could to, talk about that. By the way, I don't think, I don't it's think you can. Wise. <laughs> uh, I think we did sign something that basically said that we can't talk about it publicly. Right. Um, there has been what else has there been here? There's apparently been numerous ghosts hauntings. Oh these, yeah. These candles, right? These like battery operated candles. Mm-hmm. Apparently, sometimes people turn them off, and then when they come back, they're on again. Holy shit! I know. Isn't that fucking crazy? God damn it. And it couldn't possibly be that they someone just didn't else turned them off. They either they didn't turn them off, they <laughs> forgot, or someone else came in and left them on. Because there's no uh, rule here about no what exactly gets turned off and what exactly gets left on. So I'm sure some people who come in and work leave stuff on every now and then, you know, thinking, <laughs> All right, well the candles obviously and also it's a pain in the ass to turn them all off individually, so I'd imagine some people just leave them on. I've done it. Yeah. I've closed up shop here before in this mystery location. Yeah. This yeah. mystery the uh Let's see. The Prince's Lair, shall we say. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Prince's from Lair. The Prince's Lair. We really are living in a... in a. Um, oh, Jesus. Hold on. The chair. Max is not used to the new surroundings. Yeah, hold on. You just see him bumbling Sorry. around. <laughs> he can't it's sit. It, just trying to sit in a new chair is yeah, trouble for him. It was trouble. I, I was driving here and um, somebody appears to have purchased a nearby parking lot. Uh-huh. And they've put a banner on it that says, New Lot, Who Dis? <laughs> uh, and it's a free parking lot, and there's like a taco truck in it. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and, and I saw something else that really annoyed <laughs> That's me. That's one story over. Yeah, it's just like, I've just been like, I just, I, like, we really do live in LA, man. Oh, I know what it is. I went to Starbucks, and look at what I'm drinking out of. I saw that. A fucking sippy cup. They've basically given you a sippy cup. They've given me a sippy cup, plastic sippy cup for my my cold brew. And, um, you know, hey, this would never fly in Amarillo, Texas, where I'm eventually moving. Yeah, it's a little little bit lightweight, isn't it? It's not great, is it? Like, this is... (laughs) Lightweight is very funny. (laughs) It's a euphemism. (laughs) I know it is. That's very funny. I've never heard that before. It's a bit light on its feet. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I'm going to start saying that until I get caught. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just looking around. It's like, I've got the sippy cup. I got new lot who dis. And it's like, boy, do I live in Los Angeles. And the further kind of downtown or... In the Hollywood area, you get the more you... Although, really, not so much in the Hollywood area. Hollywood area is, like, bizarrely... I wouldn't call it working class, but it's it's <laughs> grungy, for sure. Like, uh, it's 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 not... You're not going to find new lot hootis and sippy cups. Or maybe you would, actually. Well, we're getting on, on like, news articles. The, the, the BBC has always been pretty internationally respected as a news source, right? But now I keep seeing headlines, you know, uh-huh. pop up in various places and it's like 
<laughs> you know, scientists discover a new hour and it is so much cute or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been hearing <laughs> this, about this. So the, much yeah. this. Or yeah. Like, and you can't live without it or all this like yeah. lame stuff. They're, they're borrowing like BuzzFeed language for like the, news, right? There was yeah. one, it wasn't the BBC, but like John Cleese got cancelled recently. John Cleese, former Monty Python and Faulty Towers, comic genius, one of our British national treasures. Okay. Uh, got cancelled for essentially being about 75 years old. What'd he do? He said that London didn't feel like an English city anymore. Now look, there's the packies? Well, the thing is, he didn't really clarify exactly why. He was talking about mm. attitudes, I think, and like the way it looked and the sure. amount of British... Sorry, Max is knocking stuff over now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the amount of British businesses or whatever. And I, he kind of tried to... Yeah. He, well, no. Well, here's the thing. So, an article described it as him trying to walk it back. Oh. Yeah. So you get cancelled, and then you try and walk it back. Right. That's the other phrase. So. But do they want people to walk it back? They want you to own it and walk it back, but you can never really walk it back. That's the trick. It's right. it's, a, it's an impossible task to actually you gotta walk it back. Keep walking forward. Yeah, you got to keep walking forward. I mean, but they don't want you to walk forward either. So essentially. They'll just change your course of direction. So let's say you're walking forward and you get cancelled at one point. All that means is they divert you into exile. Right. And that's basically where you'll stay. You can't walk it back. It's like going down an escalator. You can't walk back up. Depending on the severity. Very hard anyway. Depending on the severity of the cancellation. Sometimes you like can you, just about get, walk it back. You can like well, stumble backwards. Well, it's not even that, but it's like you get a, a marker, like how many acres into the cancellation forest you have to go. Right. So John Cleese saying something like that. Let's be realistic. John Cleese, not really a household name anymore with probably the people who would care. I mean, uh, with the people, who would, with the people who would do yeah. canceling. No one, they don't Oh, care. no, they just see him as an old man. But yeah, the, but the other so it's like, all right, so he'll get like third, because the less popular you are, the, the less bad yeah. your cancellation Especially is. Especially if you're old. Yeah. But also people, at the same time, they tend to care less about canceling someone if they don't really have a career at the moment anyway. Like, John Cleese hasn't got any, as far as I know, any major projects or anything that he's attached to. They like being able right. to try and get you, you know, like, if it's right, Johnny Depp or whatever, they like to yeah. say, right, well, we're going to get you out of the next Harry Potter movie or whatever, yeah. or we're going <laughs> to cancel the Hollywood Vampires tour, which would be a benefit. <laughs> I dare you to cancel that fucking force <laughs> of nature. Just try and stop them. <laughs> Alice Cooper, you could probably cancel by just, you know... Making it a little Taking bit misty. Away his yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> making it a little misty. Yeah. You can't see anymore. Yeah. The, you know, the hip gives out. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. But uh yeah, so John Cleese got got fully cancelled and to be fair, he hasn't like apologized. When they say he's trying to walk it back, all he is doing really is kind of clarifying his point a little bit. Yeah. But he's for all intents and purposes being cancelled. But the thing that they're also doing is they're retroactively everyone saying, well, you know what? I always thought Monty Python was actually bad. Or I always thought Faulty Towers was bad. Can I say Faulty something? Faulty Towers was actually racist. And it's like, Can I say something, though? Yeah. I'm, I've been waiting for that movement for quite some time now. Monty uh, Python is hard to watch today. It's I mean, hard. it depends. Like, if it's one of the good ones, like the, the guy who wants an argument or whatever, that's funny stuff. But have you seen even, that? The guy who like orders yeah, yeah, an no, argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, yeah. it doesn't, uh, to me, it doesn't particularly matter whether or not it's particularly funny to newer eyes or whatever. Oh, no, no. You got to respect it. I think it. it's yeah. incredibly advanced for when it 
oh was. And the amount oh of influence God, yeah. it's had is insane. I can't think of any major innovative comedy shows that haven't said it as an influence somewhere. So like, you can say it's kind of... But the thing that they're doing is these are, these are people who would all be like, oh, yeah, Faulty Towers, ha-ha. And then, you know, he gets cancelled, and they're very proud about then saying, actually, I always thought it was racist. I always thought it was sexist. And I, I could see he was a wrong one. And it's like, look, so this is a sitcom that came out in the 70s, yeah. and it's a little dated as a result. Like, a couple of things mm-hmm. are a little dated. Not in a malicious way, just in a way of, like, you know, his wife's a very traditional, like, kind of nagging wife, and he has a silly Spanish butler who's comedy foreigner, you know? But right. Yeah, the idea of that, and then 40 years later, he says something a bit old-fashioned at the age of 75 or whatever, and they're like, cancel him! It's like, come on, like, give him a fucking break, he's just an old dude. I, I think what's, what we're moving towards with all of this, and we kind of are getting back into politics here, but whatever, but I think it's going to get to a point where we're all, like Original Sin, we're all born cancelled, and then we spend mm. the rest of our life trying to walk it back. And <laughs> we walk back ways. out of the womb. We walk back out of the womb and <laughs> hope for the best along the way. But that seems to be where we're heading. I think it will get to a point where essentially everyone's canceled. Well, yeah, I think then, a lot of this stuff is just a cultural trend that'll go away. Yeah, probably. It's happened before. I mean, hey, no one talks about zombies, bacon, and donuts anymore. That went away, thank God, by the grace of fucking God. Zombies, bacon, and donuts? Just like the about? general cultural trends of things people like to talk about. These last four or five years, it's been, you know, really severe shit. The, you know, early 2000s, it was a lot of people being like, epic, bacon, you know, remember oh, shit like that? Yeah. Nutella, yeah. Yeah, Nutella was a big one. A lot of whimsy. Yeah. I guess that you'd call that's whimsy. That's still around. Yeah. That's still around. But now you have, like, you have memes which are kind of weird. Like, some, some of them are hard to decipher now. The memes are getting great, actually. I, I well, think the memes are getting funnier because they're getting... I think memes are meant to be... This is something I will talk about. The memes. Memes are really interesting because they used to sort of be a... Uh, I guess a... A call like a like a uh, what do you call it? like a challenge coin of sorts? Yeah. Where it's like, are are you and I on the same wavelength? Let me put this one down, see yeah. if you recognize it. You know, whatever. Yeah. And and as they've gotten more and more mainstream, uh, and come to take on all these different things, they've they've definitely changed. But I think the now the funny thing is, it feels like whether it's conscious or not memes have like turned in on themselves and are getting so obscure and, yeah. and surreal and silly and strange that it's like that first of all they'll almost never have mainstream appeal but also oh, like I don't know about that. Well like they're not going to be used in marketing the same way like doggos I can has cheeseburger like no, that type but of stuff. Have is. you seen what marketing is? like every major kind of shitty brand of something i mean i say shitty you'll probably love them all but Hell yeah. i'd be surprised <laughs> if you weren't following them on twitter already just to see what's going on but you know brands like like taco bell or right domino's and yeah so food companies and then you know nike and stuff like that they're, they've all hired presumably some like young twerp to run yeah. their social media accounts so they're doing these fucking ridiculous you know these ridiculous tweets where they're trying to like it sounds like a dad trying to join in you know, yeah. it sounds like a dad trying to join in with the kids, and it's pretty embarrassing most of the time. But well, it, that backfired on Chase, if you remember. But there was a long, there was a lot of those where people were loving it. They were loving it, and I don't mean like McDonald's. I mean like they were fucking 
when Ta- I think Taco Bell might have been one of the first people to do it. Maybe Wendy's. Taco Bell got Andrew WK to be like one of their spokespeople. Well, Taco Bell is on, like- Taco Bell is on some next marketing <laughs> shit that is very effective and interesting. And they've actually is been it kind effective? of effective. Do you think it works? Oh yes, it I does. With a segment of society that I am very unfortunately in touch with. I know there are a lot of people who are or your online communities of fast food fans. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they're like epic. Yeah, no, really, like. There are a lot of people. Taco style. People don't forget. I mean, people don't remember. So, like, everyone talks shit on Arby's right now, which I am, I think is criminal. But people don't remember that 10 years ago, if 10 years ago, 10 years ago, Taco Bell was a fucking joke. Taco Bell was hated. It was, you talked about Taco Bell the same way you talked about Arby's back then, where it was like, oh, Taco Bell, fucking gross. And like the kind of smart. It is, right? No, it's good, but it's like, I mean, who are you asking, though? But it's also, it's like the same guy is that used to be the guy who would be like, oh, Taco Bell, that's not even Mexican food, blah, blah, blah. It is now turned around to where Taco Bell is sort of the thing that hipsters like. It used to be kind of faux ironically, you know what I mean? Where it used to be like, hey, hey, look, we're low class in Silver Lake in Highland Park at Taco Bell where everything, every menu item is $4 more expensive, you know? Like, yeah. Billie Eilish loves Taco Bell. I guarantee it. Oh, probably. You know what I mean? But it's like... And Taco Bell has very intelligently, I think... They got the vegans. Or intuitively... Well, they got the vegans, but yeah. I think Taco Bell has very intuitively leaned into that, where people liked... People grew to like Taco Bell because they were, like, transparently without... Or at least they were perceived to be transparent and sort of without pretension, where it was like, yeah, this is a shithole this place sucks and it's you know how some it's kind of like pbr is the worst of the beers but that's why it became so popular is because it's like look i'm buying a kind of working class identity by drinking this very cheap beer Uh right and so it's like if something is bad enough it goes around and becomes very cool and popular again so now taco bell is leaning into that really hard with all of these sort of ironic moves, like, look, we're building a Taco Bell hotel out in the desert, Taco Bell oh, Cantina yeah. on the Las yeah, Vegas Strip. That. So the whole joke is, look, we're Taco Bell, we know we're shitty, and we're going to, without ever explicitly saying it, like winking and noddingly build like way too grandiose of things why for not like just, Taco Bell merchandise and why stuff. Why not just try and make some better food? Because who cares? Isn't, isn't that how it's all the same? Used to it's all the same. Well, yeah, they used to. Who makes the best food of the fast food game? In and out. We're talking about fast food. I can't believe it. Oh, get ready! How baby. did you do that? <laughs> I no, I don't even notice it's happening. I don't even notice it's happening. But soon enough, in any conversation <laughs> I'll with sneak Max, it up on you, baby. you'll get you'll get talking about fast food. We were talking about what, like like Mimi type stuff, and then you're like, yeah. well, you know, fast food. Well, memes are really big in marketing, but going back to like how strange and, and obscure memes are, like this is going back about seven years now. It sounds like an old man, but like mm-hmm. Dat Boy was one of my favorite like sort of weird postmodern memes that only references itself, which is if you know what that is, it's I've it's, never actually felt my eyes glaze over before. You don't know Dat Boy? No. It's like a uh it's like this sort of looks like it was made from some kind of old uh you know, like those programs back when animations were first big on like Geocities pages. Mm-hmm. It looks like one of those. It's like this really. Is it Geocities? I guess it's Geocities. I say Geocities. I guess it's Geocities. No, it that could, makes a lot more sense it than could Geocities. Be Geocities. Couldn't no, it? it's almost definitely Geocities. Okay. 
maybe it is Geocities. I don't know. I always said Geocities like just because it looks GIF like... argument, right? Well, that is GIF. It's GIF, apparently. Yeah. I, that's a, it's always going to be a GIF to me. I've always said GIF. Uh, GIF just sounds weird. It, it looks like GIF. This is a fucking... Uh, yeah, this is a dull one. The, the new environment has... Well, uh, no, I don't think the whole thing is dull, but the GIF-GIF thing is like... It's like hot dogs and sandwiches. Yeah, and the pineapple pizza. Yeah, yeah. And shit like that. That whimsy. But that's what I don't like about... Going back to memes, that's what yeah. I kind of don't like about them. It's a very sort of prescribed humor. It's like right. you basically fill in the blanks on a lot of them. You know, the kind of observational comedy that would be like booed off stage at any any comedy club, you know, but if you prescribe it a certain way and they're just like, ah, I relate to that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, everyone relates to that. They might as well have memes where it's like, oh, woke up this morning and, you know, felt a little tired. And it's like, yeah, everyone does. You know? Well, you know, what's really kind of interesting is, uh, I, I, I hope she never listens to this because she is a really nice lady, but I, I went on like a date with this one girl, um, She's probably not listening to it. She's been on a date with you. She doesn't want to hear anymore. You fucking (laughs) scamp. Uh, Roasted me. She'll scan through the episode and realize it's about 75% fast food. (laughs) I dealt with that when he took me to to Burger King on our first date. Well, MGTOW told me to take her to Burger King. (laughs) She'll have the Whopper. (laughs) (laughs) But no, she like, it was really interesting because like one of the, she messaged me in a very sort of aggro way on uh, OkCupid and she was like sort of making it known that like, hey, if you're not funny... You can't get, and she was like, yeah, she, was, she really prided herself on being funny, and she was funnier than the average bear. But I like, about to say funnier than the average woman. No, nope, that wasn't what I was gonna say. <laughs> so I was about to say that like, wasn't what I was gonna say. I, she was funnier than the average bear, but she also like most of her humor was sort of advanced meme humor just memes yeah but it like advanced meme like she understood that it was like she was better than the person the average bear at your water cooler who's like hey i can has you know stuff like that no she was like oh i'm such a bad luck brian <laughs> i fucking wish <laughs> she's just name dropping and after you took her after you, yeah. <laughs> after you she took goes, her hey. to burger king she's like <laughs> She's got her Megusta face on. <laughs> yeah, it brings it out. But then, you know, afterwards she realizes that you're a scumbag Steve. And yeah. <laughs> she's just constantly on her phone making memes as the date goes on. You know? Do you remember? I don't. <laughs> do you remember? There was a. We never actually looked into what this game was, but I think I told you that I saw a game at the store called uh, What Do You Meme? <laughs> which was a sort of uh, a card game looking looked like a kind of cards against humanity but presumably with memes oh my God. which is so funny because it's like how often do they have to update that shit memes move fucking fast obviously yeah but it's just like whoever's well, that's playing how they it make probably more money. They don't it's like care. cards against humanity yeah, make another packs. few million for doing those expansion packs where they presumably right. throw in an extra like Hmm, hospital full of babies on fire. Right, exactly. Well, that's all they have to do is just <laughs> yeah. print out cards with like the most banal dark shit ever. 
But yeah, I mean, like, like they still so, haven't got the actual dark one out. I think there is some money in that doing like an actual, an actually offensive cards against yeah. humanity called like cancelled from humanity. The- yeah, <laughs> you're just forcing people, you know, otherwise like jokey liberals to say horrendous things that they really don't want to say. <laughs> Everyone's like sweating by the oh, end. Oh man, how great would that be? Though? <laughs> that's, that's a funny joke. Because that's what people like. What, what's the cards against humanity says? You know, we're a game for terrible people or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Let's nothing. Put that to the t- <laughs> yeah, let's really put that to the test. It should be a game for good people yeah. who really don't want to have to say this yeah, shit. That's, it, that's the actual challenge. There's no challenge in being like a bunch of fucking like hipsters in LA going like, huh, well, I put a dead baby in my coffee this morning. <laughs> and then they're all laughing about it. It's like, yeah, who cares? Why you say- <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, like, don't. Uh, but like, <laughs> I got plenty of ideas, you know. <laughs> right? Don't say it because we got to make the game. We got to sell that later. Yeah, but you know, but- one of, yeah, we will sell it later. But you know, one of the answer cards will be like the Holocaust. The other one will be like... Oh, the Holocaust is definitely the Holocaust is probably already in there. So let's think yeah. of something a little bit worse. You no, know, let's, like, let's not. Uh, let, but let's let, Jim how about Crow this? laws. <laughs> <laughs> but how about this though? Yeah. Um, so I remember I told you about it, and for whatever reason, your immediate like guess as to how the game was played was not even like a Cards Against Humanity thing, but kind of like a game of war. Where you just get a deck of memes and you just kind of play them against each other, or like Pokemon almost. Well, yeah. I just remember your impression of being like, I've got a dat ass here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I figured it might be a little bit like, because, you know, Pokemon's still a thing and they have these Pokemon cards, but the kids who are into it, none of them really know. Like, they're not advanced enough really to, I, I think most of them, if they're anything like my stepson, they're not advanced enough to really understand how, like, scoring works and like com- combat power and stuff. Well, let me tell so you, they, yeah. No, but the way they play it is by you just throwing cards down and saying, yeah. that one beats yours. Oh, okay, yeah. that one beats mine. Yeah. You know? And that's what I figured the meme thing might be. It might be like, I got him Augusta. Well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> forever, should, dude, forever that alone. That should be the game. <laughs> Not very that should powerful. be the game. You get your dumbest friend so it's you and me are sitting across from each other. We get our dumbest friend at the end of that table sitting in a chair. Yeah. And we each throw down the meme. And whichever one he decides is funniest yeah. <laughs> wins. That's a game that you can play. That's on. a great game. That's a bonding game. I mean, the thing about memes is what was the... I don't think there's any licensing to them, right? No. All those oh, no, no, no. You can stuff. do whatever you want. They're royalty free. So, yeah, you could essentially just print out. That would I'm be... sure many places do do this. They just print out meme stuff. That would be the best fucking loser at a bar. You know, I'm the guy who made dad ass. (laughs) You got to think of someone somewhere, dude. I know. How pissed is that guy? Someone somewhere made Forever Alone. Yeah. Someone somewhere on Microsoft Paint or whatever, probably 10 years ago. Yeah. He made fucking someone took someone is scumbag Steve. (laughs) <laughs> oh well, they've they've done stuff they like found that where people? they've interviewed the guys like in the pictures and stuff. Right, but I'm right. more interested in the guy who met. Pardon me, I'm more interested in the guy who made the fucking thing. First of all, like if you're scumbag Steve or whatever, yeah, it's got to be someone in your circle who, or someone who went to your high school. But didn't something. they Photoshop like a like a hat on him? No, he's that? wearing the hat. Oh, is he actually wearing that hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. It's not an altered picture. They just fucking like. Yeah, this is the, look like this is the guy. And also, someone invented that format, which when I first started knowing about memes, uh, they were not 
uh, just image macros. Like a meme could be anything. We didn't really have separate words for all the different like. I mean, we had we basically had two words. We had memes. We had copy pastas, right? right? Yeah. But yeah. like anything could be a meme. Even just saying something could be a, a meme. And I guess that's still true. But generally Didn't now, at least in the wide that? sense, Do you remember the game. Like losing the game. Yeah, the game was, was a meme, meme right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, like, but now in the more general sense, uh, m- memes are what used to be called image macros, but they right. they're essentially just these fucking and, and like that like white impact font yeah. with black outline. Yeah, yeah. That I I believe I could be wrong, but I think that started with the um, the lolcats, ad- right? Oh, it might have started with the lolcats. Because they've been around a while. But I don't know if the lolcats had that font. But uh, the thing of the thing of uh, the specific thing of picture in the middle, or yeah, picture and then text on top and text on bottom. Yeah. With the white impact font, I believe that started with the advice dog. That's the first time I ever saw it, and okay. I remember it was new because all the people on 4chan were saying that they hated it and how ever since it came around, which they seem to refer to it being relatively recently, it's all anyone posted was the advice dog and then different variations of the advice dog. And then from there you got the fuck. And then like basically the kind of, the kind of the drip of 4chan, or at least as this is what the kind of 4chan supremacists would have you believe. There are different types of supremacists nowadays, (laughs) but what they'd have you believe is that like the memes usually like started on 4chan dripped down to like something awful or fark nine gag being probably one of the worst. Nine gag was the one that everyone hated because it was full of like little kids. Well, and it was full of like rage comics with the big Usta and stuff like that. Uh, Meme history. Look at the even just talking about memes. Even just I I feel like a fucking asshole right now. Yeah, I don't fucking. I hope that it is sort of interesting. Like I do genuinely like that website. No, you can't avoid it now though. Like I remember because I, you know, I'm pretty. Well, at least I used to be pretty online, you know, compared to maybe even the majority of people my age. I was more online, so I kind of knew about all these memes and stuff, and it felt a little bit niche you know it felt a little bit like a culty type thing and now i can't move for people on facebook not uh, on facebook i remember people used to post statuses and they still kind of do tended to be original thoughts or feelings or whatever quite often awful but now they substitute that with just posting memes and go this so much this or whatever well you know what's so funny about that that's not even a thought that's not even worth yeah. Anything. You're basically encapsulating your view on something very, very broadly in a meme. You know, yeah. like that. I, I, that really it bothers me as someone who values in people, like in people I interact with. Like I, I don't keep very many friends around, probably for this reason, because I like to talk with people who have either a really they have a wit or they have a sense of humor or they have an insight that I can't just get anywhere. But the problem with a lot of people now is that they're not even trying to develop that because they're essentially just regurgitating memes. Right. It's like one step below regurgitating a news article, you know, it's, right. or an opinion piece. You know, they do that too. And, you know, I mean, so many of them, I don't know if this even counts as memes, but, you know, a lot of people now are sharing like Twitter, you know, Twitter threads, as they call oh, it. Because yeah? Twitter, yeah, so Twitter was meant to be yeah. short. Before that, it was, a Tumblr threads are a big one, too. Yeah, yeah, and and it's basically usually long, very obviously fantastical stories about something that happened. Oh, oh, I you know see about what, that. I know what you're talking about now. I thought you were talking about, because sometimes people show screenshots of Tumblr is really notoriously god-awful for this, and Reddit, where it'll yeah. be like someone says something and then someone like makes up 
parody like they make a joke of that that's a parody of a song lyric and yeah, then someone else yeah. does the next song lyric oh, and then no, someone I mean, that, at the end goes i'm so done with you guys yeah no, no that's not that. that's all fucking awful but i, I, I know to, what you're talking about and that's no, but even there's better. this new about phenomenon that, yeah. now where people are essentially sharing screenshots from twitter but they're of like twitter threads so essentially someone makes a ton of tweets yeah. in one thread yes telling a story normally and it's always fucking bullshit like you can yeah. tell by just reading it that there was one someone shared the other day where it was like i went to a restaurant and sat down and ordered my meal and then these uh and a group of other people men and women they felt the need to say came in and ordered and they got their food first and i could overhear them talking about how they knew the owner and i was really angry and i was really angry and i asked why haven't i gotten my food yet and they said well they're preparing it will take a little longer Five minutes later, they came out. All the kitchen staff came out and they congratulated me. They prepared me the nicest dinner possible. <laughs> they like they threw out all the stops. They had fucking cartwheelers, you know, coming out. And <laughs> I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah. that's what they're saying. The other table looked at me in shock, and it turned out that I, when I'd walked in, one of the waitresses had recognized me as I was a long lost friend of the head chef. So the head chef decided to prepare me an extra special meal and (laughs) and then uh yeah and and like the moral of the story is like you know if you're ever wondering where your meal is essentially (laughs) don't worry because it could be it could be it could be the case that a waiter has recognized you as the long lost friend of the head chef and he's (laughs) just preparing you something there you go i was like i was like i think i sent it to you i was like when did this? When do you think this became fantastic? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't read it. I'm glad. When I do you think know. this be- became a fantasy? Because there are other ones where it's like you know, usually a talk of some kind of confrontation. You know, where it's yeah. like, <laughs> and I called him out, and you know what? Everyone applauded when I called him out in public because yeah. he was at you know, right. And it's like this isn't even true. This is just like weird wishful fulfillment. It's like when you're a teenager and you fantasize about like, you know this girl you have a crush on has an asshole boyfriend and you fantasize about kicking his ass when he's being rough with her. You know, it's right, like that exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah. everyone applauds. You, you get to get, tell these fake get, stories. You get yeah. lifted up on <laughs> <laughs> everyone's shoulders and carried out and you kiss the girl. Yeah. Or, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's honestly, a lot of them though are more like when you're a teenager and you kind of fantasize about your own funeral. Right. Which I think is a common thing. Or maybe it was just me. No, I don't no, know. No. But yeah. yeah, when I'm like a young, moody teenager, you, your parents send you to your room or whatever, and you just sit there fantasizing about if you died or you killed yourself, how sorry they'd be. Yeah. And how, how they'd realize that they'd done wrong. I mean, I, I, I feel <laughs> it. And it, it is so funny because like, so there are these Twitter threads that, that go very viral, and those are usually the most fantastical. Right. And what, actually, it's interesting you brought it up because one of them just got in trouble relatively recently. Like this, they always start so annoyingly. They're always like, it's like it starts with this guy being like, "All right, everyone, sit down while I fucking oh, regale yeah, you." Man. All right, everyone, everyone, check this out. Ready? Yeah. Like everyone, fucking get re- hold it's on like to your in, guys. hold on to your lug nuts, yeah. as the mask would say. Which but, I'm sure is what all the great storytellers <laughs> of the past used to say before they. By the way, can I just <laughs> can I just throw something out there? Yeah, we've talked at least two different times, or at least I I think it's gotten cut out both times about the mask. Uh, on this. <laughs> well, that's not the threads. I mean, no, I just want to real quick, real quick, because you're going to love, maybe no one else will. But uh, yeah, you know what? This is just for you. You can cut this out if you need. But I was, I was reworking some of my mask material 
on a table of new people. No, no, look. What happened is we, in the first podcast, the one with really shitty quality yes. that we realized was yeah. too poor even for yeah. poor quality podcast, we talked a bit about The Mask. Yes, the, the Jim Carrey movie, movie. The movie yeah. adaptation. And yeah. uh, it was pretty good, but the sound was too bad. That was like, right. I think Max was banging his foot against the table. Yeah. And like, we couldn't, it was terrible, so I had to cut it out. And since and then, Max has been <laughs> on a mission. insistent that we get well, that bit back in. And especially just adamant to spread the gospel of, I mean, I'm going to kill the bit right now by just kind of summarizing it, but essentially, like, The Mask is... He does a rape in that movie on two right. on two mechanic men. He, he, he at they, the very least sexually assaults them with a with, with an a object, blunt object. Right? Yeah. So I was reworking this material on a table at, at a bar the other night, <laughs> and the reason it was funny was oh not because of anything I said. Everyone's favorite party guest, Max. You know. <laughs> who would you, you invite? Who would you invite rapes? to your ideal dinner party? It's like you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Lincoln. Fry. <laughs> For some reason, everyone says Stephen Fry, and Max Armstrong with his Max with his uh, mask, mask story. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So I bring that up, and I'm like, "Hey, did you know the mask like does a rape in that movie?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, there's a I part." Remember the instantly. I was like, "There's yeah. a part where he comes into the mechanic shop, and he's holding these two mufflers, and then from fucking behind me, our mutual friend, and I'll name him Stephen Alloway." Oh really? <laughs> Comes in with a with a mask impression. Oh no! And does the line word for word for everyone like this big burst in? He goes, "Hold on to your lug nuts!" <laughs> that must have terrified everyone. <laughs> Outshined by so bad. But presumably, no one else, probably no one else knew what you were talking about. I knew what I was, I knew yeah. it. I got what he was talking so about. I don't even, I didn't even look at the rest of the table. You have a table of people, and you're like, you know, in the mask, he actually yeah, yeah, commits yeah, yeah. anal assault. Yeah, and, and then, then my suddenly, boy comes in. Stephen Alloway <laughs> materializes from beneath the floorboard. Going, he was, I mean, he was oh, standing there, but wait, like, fucking, yeah. Did he spin into the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he spat around yeah. to the table. Yeah, and he was actually <laughs> holding two bubbles. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, because it was it was a good impression yeah. too. But like, it was. <laughs> but the thing was, in that movie, the thing in the movie is the. Uh, if you don't know the movie, which, by the way, everyone, if you haven't seen it, yeah. you probably missed out a little bit of your childhood. Yeah. Everyone's seen. It. It's one of those movies like Pulp Fiction and Titanic. Everyone's seen it, right? Gladiator. Yeah, the mask. The mask. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought everyone had Gone seen it, but wind, if Oz, you don't know, it's, ab it's about this you know kind of loser guy, Stanley Epkis, who you know doesn't get the girl. He gets yelled at at his job, and he just has a rough time. And he goes and gets his car. His car gets scratched or whatever, and he has to take it into the mechanics, and they're taking too long. And then he finds this haunted mask, essentially, right, which. Uh -huh. Uh, and it's Loki or something. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he puts this mask on and he turns into the super cool green guy. Who's super cool? <laughs> that in the movie, they think, yeah. "Yep, he's got a yellow suit with a matching fedora <laughs> and a big green face, and that makes him irresistible to everyone." And like, yeah, they all like him. Yeah, so he's all cool, and he and yeah. he doesn't take any shit, right? So it's like an alter yeah. ego. But yeah, I think on his first day wearing the mask. I think that's the that's how he rounds out his first day because he right. goes off doing like plenty of wholesome things, you know. He like, I don't know, goes to a nightclub or whatever and dances with some chick. So takes ecstasy, gets fucking. I, I've seen it up. relatively recently. The kind of one of the very first things he does is 
uh, I think he might stop a mugging, but something happens where like he 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 catches the ire of some street of some hoods, like some some, some gangsters, yeah. yeah, and they chase him. Who down in and, these movies, by the way, are always played by like the same three guys. Yeah, he's like, like fat. It's like this fat white guy jackets. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like he kind of just looks like a metalhead. Yeah, right. They always look like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In those nineties movies, yeah. You know? Uh, but so they chase him down an alley, and he comes up, and you know he's like making balloon animals. Remember? Yeah. And he makes a Tommy ass. gun. Yeah. Oh he's no, that's later. Shove him up their ass. <laughs> that's he right. Makes yeah, Tommy he makes like, a Tommy gun. My favorite. Yeah, yeah. Looking for Steven Alloy to burst in and <laughs> do the line word for word here. Yeah. But. I mean, with gun control now, that bit's probably a little dodgy. <laughs> I mean, he does because you know that movie no one dies to every kid in school who was bullied. And yeah. Stuff. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Oh, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So he, so he does that. But then he, I think he rounds off that first night by then going, I'm going to pay a visit to my mechanic. Yeah. And he goes there. They're taking too long with his car. And he goes yeah. in and they're just reading like fucking Playboy or whatever. Well, yeah, they're laughing about how, they're, how they rip people off. Right. Yeah. Perfect timing for him right. to burst in. With <laughs> wielding no, they're just always talking about that. <laughs> That's all they talk about. It's just like, ha, ha, ha. I love ripping Instead of off. working, we are not working, but we're getting the money. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't this great? And then he spins in with wielding two, I think, like big car exhausts. They're like mufflers, I think. Yeah, like mufflers, yeah. right. And he just says that line, which you've... Hold uh, on to your lug nuts. It's time for an overhaul. Yeah. yeah. And then you it, it, it plays out like a horrific scene in a horror movie. You know, where you, I think you see like shadows on the wall. It's a little cartoony, but yeah, you mostly it's cartoony, just see but you see like shadows around. and you hear... Ah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, my ass! And shit yeah. like that. <laughs> but then, so you don't see it, but then yeah. the next day he wakes up sober. He's come down from the pills or whatever. Uh-huh. And like, he looks on the news and sees... That the two mechanics are being wheeled out on stretchers from their from their dealership, from their shop or whatever, with these huge mufflers up their ass. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like right. a huge, and it's That's like a correct. big, it's like a big gag. Yeah, it's like a big gag in the movie. My dad, I remember, loved that. Watching that as a kid, he was like, ha, ha, ha. you know, your dad. Yeah, my dad thought it was hilarious. Dad, that's yeah. very funny because that, like, that, they've, scare- had, they've had stuff put up their bottom. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, your dad <laughs> scarcely laughs at anything that I see. He's kind of a stoic guy. Yeah, no, he'd laugh at something like that. He's nice, yeah. but he's like, he's stoic. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's but an he'd old laugh British at man. His sense of humor is actually pretty basic. <laughs> but like, uh, so yeah, he found that hilarious, and yeah, it, it occurred to me a little bit later that it's a bit weird. Well, it it really speaks to the times, and here's here's something very interesting. Um, I've been on a big mask kick recently, to the point where not only have I rewatched the movie very recently, I actually He's went about back, to talk about comic books. That's right. I actually went back <laughs> to the Dark Horse uh, comics and read those on uh, on Comicsology. Um, uh, for free. And Are you promoting that? Did you have a deal with this? Website? Yes, Comicsology. You, you can sign up for Comicsology. Let me know because I want Comicsology in. Unlimited, nine ninety nine a month. You can read all sorts of uh, e comics for free. You should but. see Max. He's turned up today wearing like a, a race car jacket with like Arby's <laughs> patches on it. He's got a Comicsology one oh, on there. Fuck, that he's would got, be an amazing cheese. It's that'd be a great yeah, yeah. bit. <laughs> it's on, the back the, is just Walt Disney Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a jacket for just my 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 disgusting. <laughs> Consumerist yeah, tastes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Horrible sponsors. <laughs> Everything yeah. is Red carcinogenic. Got a tiny little <laughs> Red Scare. Yeah. The podca- yeah, all the podcasts I listen to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so, um, 
I went city back of and, Las Vegas. I went back and <laughs> revisited the those comics, and um, the comics are they're pretty dark compared to the movie, right? So they they are dark compared to the movie, kind of. So. He, I mean, very much. Like, he's not really shown as a... He's cartoony, but he's not fun. Like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> like, he's basically... He's just evil. Literally what happens is he puts on the mask and just goes on killing sprees. Of random shit. Right. Like, like some third grade teacher embarrassed him when he was a kid. And he goes and stomps her head in in front of her students. <laughs> like, <laughs> like... And it's 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 meant to be like it's like he quips and stuff while he does it but it's generally meant to be like he's a villain and stanley ipkiss is dead like by the end of the first arc and an arc is usually like four issues right yeah. so it's like okay so and then the 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 overall series is the mask changing hands so it's a little bit episodic right. in arcs but i'd like it if there was a bit if the movie had been more faithful to that kind of anime, yeah so this guy just going around like killing school teachers or whatever i'd like it if they had you know you have ben stein at one point in the movie is like the historian type dude who tells him what the mask is right you know the bueller bueller yeah, yeah, yeah. guy uh i'd like it because he goes oh well this seems to be a mask that's possessed by dylan and eric cleaver <laughs> it's not even the columbine it's not shooters even, <laughs> hasn't even happened yet by the time that movie no came no out. but I'm, I'm talking about my own remake you know <laughs> a bit later he's like no this is possessed by fucking <laughs> this is the reboot <laughs> yeah, yeah, this will be my reboot. But, Eric, Eric Harrison, Dylan Cleveland. Eric Harrison, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but, yeah I mean, but, so, well, I guess it's kind of like what we're talking about with the Adams family. It's like, yeah, if you really did get but, possessed by something which uh, basically made you devoid of all morals and you just get what you want, whatever. I mean, again, at least he'd be like spinning into a woman's ass and shit, you know. Like, well, but here's the thing, though. What? So he doesn't, it's actually funny. If you think about like what was accepted and not accepted versus the time the comic came out and when the time, probably not that many years later, the movie came out. Uh-huh. Because the mechanics, there are a few little things that are over. I mean, the movie is very different from the comics, but like even just down to plot. But there are a few things that are the same. And one of them is the mechanic scene. Mm. And they're sitting there laughing. And this one is like graphic manga shit. You know? No, but here's the thing. In, in the out. comic, he kills them. He oh. doesn't rape them. He doesn't stick anything up their oh, ass. Okay. Now, he sticks uh, car parts like down their throats and stuff. So it's like a kind of a... Jesus. C- well, it's kind of like a CSI type thing where like the, the it's a lot about the cop, Detective Kellaway, and he's like there the next one. It's like a CSI type thing where they find these guys yeah. like suspended from hooks from the ceiling and oh, like fuck. with mufflers in their chest and stuff. Right. The art is garbage. Otherwise, it would be cool. But, but I thought uh, anal rape was a bit strong. Well, so, in the so movie, the comics like, okay, are just murder. Having... And then, <laughs> but here's what you got to think about. The comics are murder. The movie comes around and they go, well, we got to soften this. Yeah, so let's just, let's have just rape violated. the guys yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. And now, that, I mean, that is not life. how we people's minds work yeah. anymore. <laughs> For the rest of their life, they have to like shit through a bag in their stomach, and uh, they're terrified about going near anyone with... Right, they have <laughs> sexual PTSD. They can't like, play yeah. golf anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like they, yeah, exactly. Like, it's so funny that like they were like, well, let's lighten up the murder yeah. with a nice comedic sexual assault. <laughs> like, That's how it used to be, man. There were a few things that. Like is that. so Didn't interesting. Didn't the Simpsons have an episode? Fucking, I, even I'm talking about the Simpsons now. Fuck yeah. The, the effect dun, of Max. Dun, dun, dun. Well, yeah, but didn't they have an episode where Homo gets raped by a panda, essentially? 
Oh, it's like impl- heavily uh, implied. That so he I does. think what you might be thinking of is in King of the Hill. There's an episode no, where Hank Simpsons. gets raped by a dolphin. Well, that also sounds funny. Yeah. But no, there's the Homer in The Simpsons. I think for some reason he ends up in a in a zoo dressed like a panda, and then this panda comes up, and you know it's that right. obvious joke of the panda trying to mate with him, and you just hear his screams. <laughs> you hear his screams, and it's not, they were meant to laugh at that. Right. But that was in yeah, that was 2001 or whatever, and. Yeah. Anyway, um, but going back to the mask, yeah. When I was a kid, I thought you know I wasn't bullied as such, but I definitely wasn't as you know. I'd had, there'd be moments at school where I felt like I'd been disrespected or otherwise, <laughs> right. otherwise kind of like uh, taken advantage of or <laughs> sure wronged. And you, know, <laughs> and you know who wouldn't take that? <laughs> the mask, and that's what I thought. No, for for a whole maybe two or three hours. I decided, you know what, in order to get over this, I'm just going to act like the mask. Which honestly is, is <laughs> to an extent, it's advice that I've taken with me to adulthood. It's like, you know, there's no use in getting worked up over shit where you just might as well make it ridiculous or laugh at it. I, I think that's mm-hmm. a good piece of advice. But I took it a little too far that first <laughs> a little day. So literally. I, that first day, I was probably about eight or nine, and uh, I remember announcing it to my sister that that's what I was going to do, too. <laughs> oh, fuck. I have, a, uh, <laughs> I have a twin sister. I was like, Rose, you know what? I'm the mask now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm really sick of Jack Bennett at school. Like, I'm really sick of him, like, you know, con- like constantly trying to make fun of me and shit. So, yeah. I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna act like the mask. And my sister, who's the exact same age as me, yeah, obviously way more mature at this age, just goes, "That's a really bad idea." They're they're gonna think you're even weirder, you know, yeah. than you already are. So. But I was like, hmm, whatever. You know, already trying to speak in the mask voice. You know. uh, but then I remember we were at a public swimming pool. That we used to, in London, that's what you do because you can't go outside. So it was like this indoor swimming pool. Lockers for you to get your stuff. Yeah. And then these two slightly older kids, probably about 13, 14, they saw that I was putting coins in. And they go, hey, sorry, would you mind uh, like lending us? It was like 10 pence, you know, like yeah. 20 cents or whatever. Hey, would you mind lending us one? Like we we don't have enough to to lock our locker, and I just went like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I said like, uh, like doing dick. this weird like gurning <laughs> face too. Like I was really trying to do it, and I was like, no, I don't. And even if I did, I wouldn't give it to you anyway. <laughs> and then my fucking. We had like this nanny who'd pick us up from after school because my parents were working late. So, and she heard me go, and she just goes, "Sean!" <laughs> she goes, "How dare you! Like, give them ten cents right now. Never speak to them like that. It's very rude." And I was just like, "Sorry." <laughs> Not only did you do it at someone who totally didn't deserve it, yeah. you made yourself like really stupid, and yeah. then and then got fucking told off. Yeah, I got fucking told off for it too. That's man. the yeah. type of memory that sticks with you, right there. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> oh, mate, that that will stick with me till the end of time because now I'm like especially the aware sheer humiliation of, of that. I'm especially aware now of just seeming like a fucking cunt. And <laughs> but I mean, it's good. I think every kid has that moment or a few moments in their life where they try and emulate someone yeah you know so like i've had a couple throughout my life um but i think that's a really humbling moment when you realize it just doesn't fly in reality because yeah. that also teaches you that what you see in movies and tv won't necessarily fly in reality. It's, a, it's a very good important lesson well to, yeah a very good early lesson a formative lesson because then when i was growing up as a teenager i would be forgiven for thinking 
that in order to get a girl's attention, you have to dangle off a fucking Ferris wheel threatening to commit suicide unless she goes on a date with you. Is that what happens in the notebook? The notebook, yes. Well, he you says knew he's going to commit about. suicide? I remember he, he gets up on this. He doesn't outright say it, but he's like, he lets one hand go. He's like, come oh, on, okay. like, go on a date with me. Tell me. Uh, no, okay. And then lets one hand go. And she's That's like, no, horrifying. I will. fine. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's fine if you're Ryan Gosling and it's all yeah. scripted. Right. But, I mean, there. I, I have a story about someone who tried a similar movie gambit uh-huh. uh, in real life, and it didn't really work. You know the story well. Oh, I think I do. You I think, think this might yeah, be Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. So, growing up as a teenager, especially, I think, in our generation, we got a lot of teen, like Dawson's Creek type stuff, the OC, all this stuff. Oh, shit, I know this. Okay, yeah. All this stuff which kind of taught you, yeah, here's how he gets the girl. And it doesn't work like that. First of all, girls really don't want someone who's clingy and follows them all over the place and does these no. big romantic gestures. You know, that scene in 10 Things I Hate About You where Heath Ledger's, Heath Ledger's singing that... Um, Frank, I think it's Frankie Valley song. Uh, uh, yeah, up on the bleachers. Yeah, up on the bleachers. Yeah. It's like no, something like that would get you canceled. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. And also, every guy would beat you up too because yeah. it's a fucking lame thing to do. But you could be forgiven if you don't have that early lesson with the mask that I had for thinking that stuff on TV actually works in real life. So there's a guy in my school who was about. He was in a year above me, but hung out with us. I think his brother was in my year. I'm not going to say his name because I, I do have him on Facebook and I don't want <laughs> to embarrass him too much. But he got it in his mind that, first of all, he had a crush on a girl who worked at uh, Morrison's, which is like a Safeway, like yeah. a checkout. She was yeah. a checkout girl there. He's about 15 or 16 at this point. And he got it in his mind that even though he'd never spoken to her, some kind of big romantic gesture to ask her out on a date would work. Never and spoken to her before. So there's as no far prior, as I know, okay. never spoken to, except for maybe like sheepishly being like, oh, uh, uh, I'll, "I'll take a plastic bag," you know. <laughs> okay. But aside from that, no, no connection to her. And he, I guess, this was around the time that Love Actually came out. Right. You remember that fucking terrible film? Oh sure. I mean, I can talk about Richard Curtis for hours, but I'm not going to. But good yeah, movie, Love but Actually go on. is no an awful, absolutely awful <laughs> but movie. Go on. Awful, awful. But. There's a scene in it which has now become kind of iconic, right? For, for better or worse, where this guy, the the, the bloke from The Walking Dead, um, I can't remember the actor's name, the main guy, Rick in The Walking Dead, I think. Okay. Anyway, he goes. His best friend has gotten married to Kira Knightley, right? And but he has a crush on her. He's in love with her or whatever. So he turns up to their house after they're married. At Christmas time, he plays some caroling music and he's holding up signs. And yeah. the signs say something like, you know, blah, 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 blah. But to me, you're perfect, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's really creepy too because if I, it's, yeah. He's, Her husband's he's, in at the time. He's, and, he, it, and one of the signs says, tell him it's carol singers. Right. Which is like a, a fucking very weird creepy. kidnapping thing. This husband yeah. is not, as far as I remember the movie, shown to be like abusive or anything like that. Like no, they seem like perfectly dude. nice guys. It's like Chewy Della yeah. for I think it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And um, it's his best friend. Yeah, but he's his best friend is trying to cuck him. Yeah, but yeah. he's not. But he's sort With, of not. Like the 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 signs essentially say, like, "I'm an acceptance that we can't be together." But I think you're fucking perfect. If whatever. you're an acceptance, then say nothing. Right. Exactly. I mean, the sign, <laughs> then she does, say nothing. And she does run out and afterwards and and kiss him and then go back in. 
But there's does she? That, yeah. yeah but there's, as far as I remember, anyway, there's no conclusion to that. That's yeah. just the way it ends. But but it's extra creepy because at the beginning, the first sign is like, "Tell your husband." Yeah, it's carol yeah. singers. But the main, asks, the main thrust of it is, it was romantic because it was set to music and he was communicating yeah. with signs. Sort I mean, of an a, update of the say anything. It was like a, it was like a combination of say anything. Yeah, right. say anything with a boombox over the head and some kind of weird, like you know, putting a sign in an airplane, right, you know, or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, it was uh, stupid in the movie, but seemed to work. So my friend sees this, <laughs> and he thinks that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Fuck like yes. that big romantic gesture in public will work. Mm-hmm. So he goes. He left school one day at lunchtime. Goes to the Safeway where she's working. I guess he'd been observing her when her shifts were, and uh, goes there armed with a bunch of placards with stuff written on them. And a boombox, and he goes and he cues in the checkout line, right? <laughs> without any groceries. Oh god, damn just, it. I mean, I didn't see it, but okay. this is everything I've heard. Yeah, cues in the checkout line without groceries, holding these big placards. Oh. Gets there, puts the boombox on the conveyor belt, presses play, and it plays something. I don't know, probably Maroon Five, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. She will be loved, yeah. and then. Um, just starts holding up all these placards, which I again I don't know what was on them, but presumably right. it said like I hey I think you're just perfect. wanted to say, but I think you are so pretty. Yeah, basically, would you like to go out with me? And he's thinking that you know she's gonna say yes, jump it's into a big his arms. Gesture. Everyone yeah. in the everyone in the uh, supermarket is gonna start applauding. <laughs> right. You know, like like a Richard Curtis movie. Yeah. No, what what actually happened was <laughs> that she burst into tears first of all. <laughs> She just starts crying. She started crying out of sheer embarrassment right. and like kind of fear. The worst so, reaction. Yeah. So she burst into tears, uh, ran away. Yeah. Like left her post, ran presumably to the employees station or whatever. <laughs> and everyone around is presumably staring at this guy. Yeah. Like what the fuck's going on? Why so he, did he just make this girl cry? Right? Yeah. So he. I would assume quite quickly is stunned and realizes his gambit has failed, which he yeah. hadn't planned for. I don't think. I think he <laughs> yeah. thought it was a surefire, a surefire. Well, at the very thing. least, he didn't expect her to cry and run away. Cry and run away. <laughs> yeah, that's like you know, it's one thing to be rejected. Yeah, but and to so just your very go like, oh, to make hey, someone sorry, burst into tears. Yeah, I think we're better as friends. Or like, yeah. oh yeah, no, but it'd be nice <laughs> to me. But no, she burst into tears, ran away, so it looked like he'd done something horrible to her. So he panics, he grabs his boombox and all his cards, he's probably dropping them as he's running out the store, runs out the store, and in a daze, tries to cross the street, immediately gets hit by a car. (laughs) (laughs) His boombox goes flying, all the cards go flying. Presumably the paramedics had to like pick all that shit up. <laughs> Start to piece together the story. He got hit by a car and he like broke his or like, you know, at least injured his collarbone. So Did he have a neck brace? The next day he came in with a neck brace. Oh, and the I most guess embarrassing of I tasks. guess he told one person, you know, maybe one friend, or his brother was maybe he told his brother yeah. what had happened. Yeah. And then obviously everyone that story got know. around. Yeah. And he's walking around with this night brace and everyone knows exactly why. And it was one of the most funny stories I've ever heard. That's the bit. I mean, like, yeah. if you were in person for that, like, I, I, like, it's funny enough hearing about it. It's so perfect. It has everything from. It's, it's a perfect like, story. It's right? it's yeah. it's a perfect 
sketch because like the button at the end of it actually escalates as a finale like right. so much worse than it could yeah. be it's like, right, it's this like, is the worst most mortifying thing that's ever happened to yeah. you yeah and, and then you're, you're thinking like oh my god the, the, I, I finally realized what heartache is nothing yeah. can feel worse than this and then hit you by get a car. hit by a car and then he's lying yeah. on the ground going ah <laughs> And then you have the. This is worse. The neck brace, the worst cast yeah, you can ever have. And then you have. have to wear a badge yeah. of shame. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because everyone, know, I mean, everyone knows. And uh, I mean, he's he's married now and has a kid. And yeah. I don't know how he got that woman, but I Someone's can only imagine. Show up at his doorstep with cars. I imagine he learned a harsh lesson. Though, yeah. You know. Uh, got, yeah. Bless that guy. You know, not That's, a bad but, guy at all. I mean, just but a very honestly, if you if you saw that in person, you would. Something would break in you. You'd never laugh again. Like it would be so <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah. It would be incomprehensibly <laughs> funny. I mean, even hearing about it, it, it probably so is the funniest story I know, <laughs> and it always will be. And that's something I learned when I was like fourteen. But yeah. I mean, the, it, it also it, it does help to know a little bit. I mean, first of all, like seeing what this guy looks like, and then like this kind of like goofy face on him, and that. But also, he was known to have been the one who, a couple of years later, uh, failed his driving test three times, <laughs> and on the on the fourth time, actually ran over his driving instructor. <laughs> <laughs> right so like i love a jinx dude this is the kind of person you, we're talking about he's fucking cursed yeah you like, gotta love a jinx he could not do anything right like yeah. everything would go not only a bit wrong like it wasn't just a failure it'd be like a kind of cat, cat, catastrophe right you know so like <laughs> you fail your driving test three times which is not great but okay right. fair enough a lot of people fail but then on your fourth one, you actually run over your driving stretch <laughs> as soon as the test starts. As far as I understand it, he uh, he had had it in gear when he didn't know, had the handbrake off. And while the, not sorry, not instructor, the examiner. Right. What they do in an English test is they go around the front and say, right, turn on your headlights, you know, make sure you know all the yeah. controls. So she was around the front. And I guess somehow when he was trying to turn on the headlights, he let the handbrake go and the car just sort of jolted forward, <laughs> hit her. And like not to rover. Oh my god! Yeah, man, the guy, guy. But I love guys like salute. that. Yeah, you, yeah, we salute yeah. you. I wish I could say your name and give you the credit. You deserve. <laughs> I hope you're doing better now. Yeah. I'm sure. I, you know, I'm sure he isn't. Like you don't just if you're a jinx, you're a jinx, man. I mean, he's like, got a kid now. I'm sure he dropped the fridge on that kid's head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> just, just a pure, you know. <laughs> There's something in your bloodline, you know, someone pissed off a gypsy, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I mean, god damn it, that's awesome. So that's life for you. Welcome to the new season of the Poor Quality Podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> we won't be uh, broadcasting from here. I think this place gives a bad energy to it. You think so? I thought this was a good episode. So I thought we got some I, good childhood I, stuff covered. Uh, we'll see when we when it comes to editing, we'll All see. Right. But, well, we love yeah. you. Yeah.